We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast, hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter, at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN, follow the hashtag PrincipalPLN, or at PrincipalPLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at PrincipalPLN.com. Hey, everybody. This is Principal PLN, episode 109. Hey, this is Jessica. <laughs> Spike's here. I hey. haven't talked to you forever, Spike. I know. I feel like it's been forever. It really has been a long time because the last few times that we've podcast, it was like you and Teresa or me and Teresa. We just cannot get our schedules to work all three at the same time. No, it's, we can't. We're ridiculous. And then you and I, our schedules are like completely different. So uh, yeah. so good to talk to you. So word on the street has it that you have a new job and that you have been working feverishly this uh -huh. summer on all things middle school. So Spike, you only have half the rumor. I am the middle school and high school principal. Oh my goodness. There's what two are you like thinking. <laughs> I and I'm starting my doctorate. Oh my goodness. What am I thinking? Um yeah, so we I know you know that like our district 4K through 12th grade is small and we're all in one okay. building. We just have mm -hmm. separate wings for each building and so there's a separate middle school, there's a separate high school mm -hmm. and we have a few staff that are shared between the two, the middle okay. school and the high school, but they are two separate schools. Right. Um so yeah, so I'm transitioning into that. I um after school got out, I met with as many teachers as I could individually. Um, awesome. I think I met with 21 maybe people. Not, I mean, it was voluntary. Not yeah. everybody wanted to come meet with me. So um, I went through that. Um, I've, it, I can't believe it's like July 21st already. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I've been working so hard and I have nothing crossed on my list. So the way I look at the summer, right. And it's, it's crazy. Cause uh, I think, um, I think a lot of people don't really understand what we do during the summer, right? And this is no fault of their own. I mean, most people leave, they come back maybe for a meeting or two throughout the summer, and then you come back in the end of August or September, whenever you guys, whenever you start, and voila, like everything is is done. Um, for me, it it this year, and it took longer than normal, but it took a good two, two and a half weeks to finish 18, 19, right? Oh, so yeah. there were you know, evaluations that hadn't been finished. There were um, reports that had to be done. There were, you know, all types of things to, to finish just the 18, 19 school year. And uh, we've, over the past few years, we've started a summer school um, that actually I would say it's more like a summer program because it's like half 
and I've talked about it last summer too, but it's like half academics and half like motivation, you know, like reinvigoration type of thing. Um, so we had to spend some time making sure that was ready. And uh, we actually have teachers for it this year, which is great. So doing the training for that. And then the first week of that, you're doing like I was doing that, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. So like I can honestly say, it is yes, it's um, September. Oh my goodness! Yeah. It is July twenty first, and I have done zero planning for nineteen twenty. Yeah. I am um, so I'm not in charge of summer school. I do very little with summer school, but I feel like I haven't started crossing things off my list until summer school was done. Mm -hmm. um, and I, as the I'm looking at my list, I pulled it up right now. As the DAC, the district assessment coordinator. And I'm also in charge of, I'm the Epic. I'm in charge of our, our evaluation system. Basically, there are a lot of things on my list that I haven't done to complete the year in those two roles. Like, you know, the end of the year, you know, reports and like rollover for the pl online platforms for things for testing and the evaluation mm -hmm. system. And like, I haven't, there's a ton on that list that I haven't, haven't done yet. Um, a lot of time was spent in hiring, you know, for different, yes, I yes, have yes. five different positions I'm hiring <clears throat> for. So, you know, the time to go through applications, to set mm -hmm. up interviews, mm -hmm. to, you know, a whole day of interviews and then reference call, like that takes a lot of time. I had the, the pleasure and I was so grateful to have it this year because I don't know if you remember over the last few years, as I transitioned to the middle school, we've had budget cuts and budget cuts. So I really haven't had hiring like, like in a big school like this that I thought I would. And this was the first year we had, um, we had six retirements, we added three new positions. We've, um, you know, we've had some, like some resignations. So like, yeah, starting in June, like, because I was trying to like, as soon as it was eligible to, to interview for, and I think that's what pushed me back a little bit on, you know, the end of the year stuff. I was interviewing and you're right. It takes, it takes time to go through the applications. It takes time to, you know, set up the day and get the committee together. And then the day of, it takes a lot of time. And then um, once again, what happens with a lot of these things is like, once it's over, everybody makes their decision. They walk away. Then you have to we're left with a lot of other work after <laughs> you've got to yeah. like fill all the forms out you've got to call references you and and that's not an easy process i know that oh reference calls email. in the summer no oh way. <laughs> my goodness it's like that's a fun game listen if you were listening to this and you get a reference call on someone please call them back <laughs> or answer the phone like it's like because there's some people and even my district, we talk about it, they get so frustrated. They're like, is there another way to do this? And really, you know, I don't know how accurate you're getting because, you know, you're, you're giving like your three best, you know, buds or your best friends or whoever, but you know, it's something that you have to go through, but oh my goodness, this is a frustrating to get, people just won't get back to you. Mm -hmm. Um, so that takes a long time, you know, so, um, you know, well, um, and then if your <clears throat> if your top candidate doesn't take it, yes, you know they found something else or whatever. You know, like then you have to go to number two and go through all of that. So, I often um, will make reference. Well, you know, since you're playing the waiting game, like I'll yeah. do reference calls for both at the same time, just so I'm ready. Oh, to go. that's good. Yeah, and that does happen. Um, and and then you have to hold off on when you tell your candidates because you don't want to tell your candidates that you've selected your person yeah. and, you know, and yeah. then like anything yeah. in education, like mm -hmm. nothing is final till it hits the board of ed, but. Yeah. Um, well, and then, you know, additional follow-up too. So then meeting with them and, um, you know, getting uh, their resources. Yeah. And I have two that they needed to go to training for things. So then getting their training set up and making sure they're ready for that. And like, there's just, there's lots of stuff. But what I am so excited about is that I have probably by the end of the summer, <clears throat> I will have 10 new people in my building. And it that is you've hired this for this coming year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whoa. Well, like I said, I mean, it's a big staff. We have, I mean, we have 1100 kids. We have, you know, a hundred people. There's schools you know. for my district. <laughs> 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 I just, that's awesome. So, um, 
it's really exciting. Um, the other thing that that I'm really excited about uh, this year. So we, you know, we have to do a, a school improvement plan at each year, and, and that's associated with with Title One money. And we've we got more Title One money than in previous years. So the combination of not getting a budget cut and getting extra Title One money was really um, exciting. And um, so I was able to um, create. I uh, had this vision of this um, position where like you have, you have coaches. We've talked about this before, right? Like instructional um, coaches at my, at my new level, I have one instructional you, coach. Okay. So part of the issue with a coach is, and I've heard this for eight and a half years being a principal is that, you know, they can only go so far, right? They're usually in the same union, the same unit, like whatever. Um, so they're, just that they're like kind of coaching but they don't have any quote-unquote teeth so i was like how could we get beyond that right so i was able to um you know, work with a, a group to put together a a proposal to have uh an additional administrator in our building right so there's three vps and myself and then we do have supervisors but the supervisors are k-12 and i was like i want one person to just be focused on our school improvement plan right? Oh. Everything from lesson plans to walkthroughs to PLCs and um, SGOs and, um, you know, all, all those type of things and observations, but all just the instructional part. They won't do any, um, you know, discipline or anything like that. Um, and it would actually help the four of us who do like more of the management type of things in the building and especially the VPs, less observations for them. So I'm really excited and that got approved. And so we're going to be interviewing for that. Um, I think in like a week. So, you know, if I was in your position, I'd be like, I want that job instead of my job. <laughs> like, I mean, think of it. The stuff that that role is going to do is way more fun than all the stuff we do. Way more. Yeah. They're <laughs> going to be looking, they're going to be working with teachers and it's certainly, they're certainly going to do a lot of coaching and stuff like that, but they're, you know, they're eligible to do, you know, all, all this other kind of stuff. They, you know, though I will probably have to give them some like morning duties and afternoon duties. But, um, but yeah, a lot of times when you look at getting into administration, if you don't get in that supervisor role, which this is basically a supervisor, but specifically for our building and for our, our, our areas that we're struggling with. Um, yeah, you're getting into discipline. You're get you know, starter administration positions are discipline, you know. Um, and I actually had the opportunity to hire a new vice principal. So one of our vice principals uh, got a principal job in another district. Okay. So we went through that process in, um, you know, in June too. So it's so been hey, busy. I've got a question for you then, and hopefully this will benefit <clears throat> some listeners as well. So this will be the first time that I am having an associate principal or wow. you know, whatever the, you know, I know that's a different title in different places. I have been one, right? Um, but I have not had one before. So you have three. Do you, can you talk about how you communicate and collaborate with, um, with your vice principals? How do you make sure you're all on the same page? Like any tips or words of wisdom with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for the longest time, I didn't have one. I when I was at the elementary level, uh, I was just like a one person show. And, you know, um, I think because of the student enrollment, it, you know, it warranted that um, transit transitioning over. Um, it was an adjustment at first, because, um, you know, you're now like, as the principal, you're, you know, you're, you're supposed to delegate more <laughs> and you have, uh, you know, here are three or three people who in our, in our school, it's like, they're basically responsible for each grade level, right? So I have a sixth grade vice principal, seventh grade vice principal, eighth grade vice principal. So I'm like, yeah, how am I going to, how are we going to keep all this together? So we decided to have, we had a weekly meeting. We have a weekly meeting. Um, and, and we also invite other people to it as well, because it's more about communication than it is anything else. Um, so we, we do that. And then I do like frequent checks with them. Um, we do, um, we have a group chat like on our, uh, you know, on our phones. And, um, so it's like constant 
you know, constant, constant communication. Um, it is a little bit weird too, because like they are administrators and then you're, um, you have to evaluate them as well. So I do spend time, you know, sitting and observing them as I would, you know, any, any other staff that are in the building. Um, and then we've stationed them. They used to be, you know, separate from each other. And we've actually like over the years, um, got them to like have offices close to each other because the idea too that I wanted to foster is that having them work together in a more collaborative environment where, you know, when they have to make decisions or tough decisions or, you know, interviewing kids, um, that they're able to, to work together. Um, and then, um, you know, we, we do a lot of, uh, sharing and, you know, sort of, um, you know, just like, uh, you know, conversations that are, you know, sort of at the end of the day or um, like this year, we, we implemented a, a few new processes and, you know, I would say, okay, so we need to meet at the end of the day every day, you know, just to kind of go over this, reflect on this. Um, so so you, meet, you meet at the end of the day every day. And for like, how long is that? Um, and, and that's not all the time that, like it was based on like when we put like a new, a new process in place we wouldn't be able to like really do it all the time. But when we were doing that, um, it was like 10 minutes, something like that. Um, and just like a debrief of the day. Yeah. Just a debrief. Yeah. Yeah. Day. Especially cause like I said, we were looking at this new process on where did students go when they're removed from class and how does that look and where do they go and how do they get processed and stuff like that. So I wanted to make sure that we were all on the same page, but officially we meet once a week. Um, and what does that <clears throat> weekly meeting agenda look like? When do you meet? How long? Okay. So we, we usually meet Monday at 9.15. So our school opens up at 8.15. It uh, gives everybody an opportunity to get, you know, all the kids in and stuff like that. And what we found is that just that time just seemed to work best. Um, we do have an agenda. We, we fashion it after the way that teachers are running their PLC. So we kind of look at it as like a PLC. So we have norms that we've established and we have, you know, a, a like sort of a rolling agenda, which is everything from updates from the grade levels to, you know, here are some things that I'm thinking about or issues that are coming up. Uh, we involve the principal secretary, a representative from guidance, um, oh, the wow. professional development specialist for the district. Um, uh, depends on the time of the year, but sometimes we like, we always are talking about, uh, walkthroughs cause that's a big initiative in our district. So we're always talking about walkthroughs, things that we're seeing, the, are we meeting our targets, um, observations. And I've actually learned a lot from, um, the VPs in those type of discussions cause they're looking at things differently, right. Than than maybe I am, um, we go over, um, you know, students that maybe that we're concerned about. Um, we talk about um, areas in the building and things that are going well. It, it does help me um, to kind of stay connected on things that are going on because it, it is a big building. So sometimes they're prepping me or, or yeah. giving me updates on, on the building. And then um, sometimes I'll do activities, you know, like things that are um, like, um, like, you know, I'm big, really into big like, with uh, gratitude and everything like that. So mm -hmm. we've, we've spent 10, 15 minutes in our meetings uh, writing gratitude letters to staff members. And, oh, I like know. just putting that right into your meeting. Yeah, right into a meeting, right? Oh, so, that's brilliant. I'm going to do that. Yeah, like, why not? I mean, that's, you know. Um, I love that. You know, stuff like that. We've, um, you know, done thank you letters, you know, you know, things like that. And, um, and then it's like, okay, so we have like an after school play this week, you know, who's covering that, who's going, you know, so we, we do go over like sort of the, the day to day stuff. Um, yes. We talk about substitutes and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So everybody sort of has their part. And then, um, and then we do that all through a Google a Google doc, and then you could just get updated the next, next week. What I'm going to do <clears throat> a little bit different this year is that 
everyone who comes to the meeting is going to have like a little bit of a dashboard that they're going to do. So anything that they're monitoring, I want to see it, right? Are you working with the Studer company? No. Mm -mm. So we're working with the Studer, I don't know if it's company, foundation, whatever. Um, it's a it's a leadership um, organization. It originated out of hospitals. Okay. Now there's an education branch of it, and we've been working with them. And we, as an admin team last year, created our dashboard. Mm -hmm. And it, it's like using a stoplight method. So those, those ongoing things that you're working on, um, then when we check in on it, like, is it is it green because we we accomplish it and we're done with this or is it red because we haven't started it yet or you know yellow because we're working on it making progress and that's what we use now when we check in um at our meetings and we call it our, our stoplight dashboard ah that's pretty cool and so that's what i want to <clears throat> do with my ap2 when we're meeting yeah so we um we've been using it right as a district for for a number of years um and it was based off of our, like whatever whatever the district goals were. Like, so say one was like, um, you know, looking at our walkthroughs. One was uh, chronic absenteeism. One was, um, we each had like a goal, like for our building. Um, so things like that. And I feel like what what we're going to do is maybe a little bit different and more specific on like our school improvement plan, because that to me, that's really what we, we put a lot of time into it. Now we have somebody who's going to be running that aspect of it, but we all have a piece on it. Right. So, yeah. Um, so I'm looking at like, what, you know, what does that dashboard look at? Like, so the VPs, it'll definitely be, you know, discipline, you know, uh, their walkthroughs, evaluations, you know, all the, all the important stuff that we should be monitoring. And I don't want it to be very time consuming to put together because that's the thing that drives me crazy about data and stuff like that. It's in all when these your different system, areas. When your system is, is time consuming and a nuisance and a barrier, you're, you're not going to follow through on it. It has to be something simple and easy to use. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, and I'm going to do one too. So I want to, I, I always try to model whatever yeah. we're doing with the, you know, with the team. Like I try to model that myself. So, um, yeah, so we'll look at like what the most important things are, like the two or three, uh, you could do it four. like I've seen it where it's like, um, cause you said that like the stop, like the one that we've used like from the district, I don't know if I'll definitely do that one, but it's like a four corners thing. Oh, so okay. you just have like the four, you know, four corners and then you can set it up through Google where you just go in to the other side and you enter the data in and then it populates into, you know, whatever chart or graph or something like that. So yeah. it keeps that keeps that conversation um, moving in the in that direction. And it's also a bit of accountability. Um, you know, there's some preparation that goes into it uh, because before, like when you had said, like, you know, what, what is like the main difference or, or whatever, mm -hmm. like I struggle with, um, delegation, you know what I mean? Cause I know oh, that the, like they all have other things that they're yes. doing, you know? Um, and I feel like we put a lot on vice principals or associate principals or assistant mm -hmm. principals cause they are dealing with the lion's share of the discipline. And then we want them to do every other education initiative. So. Yeah. So that's exciting. So um, what are some ideas that you have? Maybe I have something, you know, I'd like to learn like what you're thinking about. How are you going to structure this? Uh, I think I'm going to do that. That's my plan. <laughs> I'm going to play this podcast for her to be like, listen, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> No, we've been checking in um, daily in the summer. She's been, she's, um, yeah, we've been checking in daily. We've got, we blocked off the entire day on Tuesday and I have a running Google doc of like all the stuff that like yeah. we have to work on. And we're not going to get it all done on Tuesday just mm -hmm. because it's, it's a, it's a beastly list. Um, but I do, I want to meet weekly. We also we meet as our district admin team weekly too. So I, oh, that's um, cool. and, and I want to, um, like that, the end of the day check-in. Um, so let me good. ask you, let me ask you this then. So instead of it just being you and your vice principal, could you also expand it to have a member of God? Cause, and then, and I'm going to tell you how, how we do it. And then you can see, so, 
um, one of the secretaries, a member of guidance, um, the VP yourself. And I don't know if there's, you know, somebody else or like a district person or whatever, if you had it as like that, like that team, um, what we would do is like the first part of the meeting would be the general school stuff. Where are the events mm -hmm. coming on? How is this going on? Now this is going on. Yeah. And then there always would be a part of the meeting where I would excuse everybody else. And then we talk about like the issues that are going on, like, like student issues, teacher issues, things like that. Yeah. So we already have in place as a district team, we meet um, the beginning of the week One we call it our district or our admin slash custodial meeting. And that's like, what are the events this week? What do we need to make sure is all set up? And then, you know, then he leaves and then the tech people come in and okay, you know, cool. communications and then. Um, we also will have a separate meeting that's with pupil services. So with our counselor, with our social worker, with, you know, um, but I like the idea of maybe that one is combined with our weekly admin meeting. And, you know, we want to include our, our secretary slash assistants. We yeah. are actually going to go to, um, um, it's called manage to lead. I know it's, I think it, in other places I've seen it called breakthrough coach training with the secretaries. Um, mm. We're going to do that this August. That way we tell me about that. Um, so I've done it before a long, long time ago. And you, when you go there, it's, it's a full day with your assistants or your secretaries, whatever, whatever your school calls that, um, the first half of the day, they split you up. And so, um, uh, the principals are in a session, the secretaries are in like a rah, rah, you know, mm -hmm. you know, pump you up, you do awesome work and that kind of thing. When you're, when the principals are in there, um, he's going over here are ways that your secretary can help you so that it, it's kind of like your sam training i think yes, uh, yes, yes so that you know things that you can delegate you need to release to her here's how you know she can do your calendar she can sort your mail she can you know blah blah mm -hmm. blah, blah all those mm -hmm. things um and then when the secretaries come in he is going over that again but giving the messaging of um you know your principal needs to be in classrooms in order for that to happen. Yeah. Here are things that you can help with, but like putting in those discussion times as well. Mm. Um, and I just felt, you know, moving into a new role, like I need to get to know these people. Um, and I thought this would be a really great way and they haven't had practices like this in place. And so I want to like, we're going to, we're going to change that all now. I like so, that, um, you know, and like you said, even if, um, so you're kind of modeling at like what the district does and I don't, you know, you don't want it to be redundant, but like the people who are living in the middle and high school and, you know, maybe it is just you and your VP or maybe it is your, your, uh, your VP, you know, your secretary or, or something like that. Like, and, and <clears throat> you mentioned like tech, the tech person or, or custodian and stuff. And we've done that too, where we bring them in and talk about the different things that are going on. Um, you know, building wise, like when we're and opening up the building or closing the building. Yeah, it is so important to have those meetings because left hand can not know what right hand is doing. And mm -hmm. oh my gosh, like chaos can happen when you're not all on the same page with things. Yeah. And I've gotten, honestly, like I've gotten away from the Sam's. Um, I chose not to do it. Um, has it been just this year or was it this year and last year? I feel year? like you went to a really amazing conference last year. I did. We yeah. So yeah. I loved it. I loved it. It's, it's, it is an expensive program. And I think I was looking at costs and I was looking at, um, so you know, wait, it's like a program that you buy. I thought it's yeah. like practices that you do. No, it's a program you buy because, um, you're getting this time tracker calendar, right? So you don't use outlook or Google or anything like that. You use this time tracker and oh. then, um, there's a monthly coaching, uh, visit where they come and they tell oh. you about like your data and all this other kind of stuff. And oh, then see. there's the, um, but, but, uh, and then there's the conference, in, but haven't you put in place like habits and practices spike as a result? Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's, it's certainly not the same with the accountability. Um, so what I found, I think, through going kind of rogue this year is that I need to get back to something. So if I can take some of the practices, you know, that that we um, developed and, you know, sort of can sustain, like you can't duplicate, you know, obviously they're, they're doing these things because they're the best at it or, you know, they, they, they know their stuff. Um, you know, what can we do, though, to, to, to kind of 
build on that and move on. And so knowing that, and then having a year where I didn't do it, I think I'll be able to come back to some sort of like, you know, um, you know, happy medium, because I'll be I'm the first to always like, if they always say like, what is something that you could do better at? I'm like, oh, time management. I'm not even BSing. It's like, I literally struggle with that. I just feel like I go from one thing to another to another mm -hmm. and I'm balancing all these things and not balancing. And then it's like a rush to get it done. And for me, like you run from one place to the next and like you're on, on a race and then you end, I end the day with like, piles on my desk from like mm -hmm. this meeting and that meeting and and I have to schedule in time. This is where I, I, I fail. I want that time at the end of the day to like, okay, go through this stuff from this meeting. What are my mm -hmm. next steps? Okay. Now put it away somewhere, then go through the next pile. What do I need to do with this? What are my next steps? Um, that often gets like not, it, it doesn't happen. So then I right. come into work the next day and I've got that big pile, but I have to start on you know, my schedule for the next day. So then like the pile just continues to grow and like those next steps can get lost in there. If you don't schedule and prioritize that time, that end of the day debrief to like, make sure you've, I think you, you the term is like close those open loops yeah, of what yeah. needs to happen. Like I had a, I had a meeting um, with my, my high school um, ACP academic and career planning team, I think on Tuesday and I've still got a stack on my desk of like, I need to finish up the notes and like some follow-up steps of what's going to happen next. So it's just sitting there. And I'm like, by the time I get to it, I'm probably going to forget what was fresh in my mind. Like, yeah. To get to that. And then, you know, and I know we're both very fond of like Todd Whitaker, but like, I often feel like you walk away from a lot of those things and you're like, well, now I have 17,000 more things. Oh, yeah. Do, you know? Yeah. You leave with a bunch <laughs> of monkeys. Yeah. Yes, totally. We, so it's we, like... We, we had a we had a five hour admin meeting the other day, like our whole district team, because it was planning like planning our in service schedules, planning new teacher training. Um, you know, like we had a lot of stuff, and I was like, I know I'm going to leave this day with like 18 more things on my list. Yeah, and I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think it is important, you know, if you don't schedule it or if you don't like, you know, use that time, um, you know, it, it'll just it'll get out of hand. Um, and I think that's the other thing, you know, and that's not the, the most, you know, uh, appealing part of school leadership or something like that. And, and often people aren't tweeting about that or, you know, talking about that because it's not like getting in classrooms and connecting with kids and teachers and stuff like that, uh, or going to events, you know, those are all, those are all great. And, and, you know, I encourage people to, you know, share that stuff out, but like, there are times where like, I'm in my office, I'm doing like, getting this thing done and that thing done or, um, you know, trying to make sure that I'm not there, like balancing, you know, that I'm not there all evening or I'm not doing all this work on the, on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing really good this summer of evening time is for me and family and weekend time too. Mm -hmm. This weekend though, is the first time I did bring work, work home. home. Just because when I look at my calendar of how many days are left before staff come back and like I have a bunch of days filled with, you know, um, an admin retreat that, yeah. that we're going to or a two day conference that I have teacher leaders coming to or um, another day of interviews or you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. when I look at what's left on my calendar to work on stuff, I'm like, I'm running out of time. Yeah, so, I am already feeling that it's not even August yet, you I know. know. Crazy. Okay, so since we're on product, we're, I mean, we're talking about all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Spike, I just discovered. I want to share an email tip. Like we've talked about nudge mail, we've talked about boomerang. Did yeah, and I've done. I do Gmail, zero of those. Did you know that in Gmail you can simply snooze your email? No. Like I didn't even. Somebody mentioned this. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's a little button in Gmail. Oh, I see. It says snoozed. I never noticed it. It looks like a little clock. It does look like a clock. I've never noticed it. it. It's right. You it's just the third snooze. one down for me. Yeah. Yes. You click snooze and you can, you know, do snooze until later today, tomorrow, next week, or pick a date and time. Oh my God. This is saving my life right really? now. Really? Yes. Like, wow. I don't know how I feel bad because I'm in love with it. I don't know how many episodes we've done on this and Teresa has like this app and that app and all and I'm like I've done it's zero right of them and now it's like it's right there well hmm. and, and that's the thing like you know years ago we developed our own hacks 
And now like Google has created them, but like I haven't learned all the awesome things that are just right there. Like, yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's, that's interesting. Cool. So, um, okay. So now that we're, you know, like you said, you're, you're going through all this, you're, you're gathering some different, you know, ideas and stuff like that. Um, now is your assistant, um, 10 month or 12 month? Like, are they there right now? Or are they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like so our, so here's the deal. Our contracts don't say 12 months, but, but we're both there all year. Oh, what are um, your... she, well, she is also the athletic director. Okay. Um, so she, like we, we have, it just says how many days are in our contract and my superintendent is like, you know, I trust you to work those days. Mm -hmm. Um, we, we both usually end up going far over ours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. But you know, like Friday, like my brain was fried after that added meeting and I left it, you know, I left early. I left at two, you know, to just enjoy the weather and yeah. stuff home. But um I think she works three days a week in the summer. In the summer, yeah. Yeah. And it okay. yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, so we do so I have one of my Vice principals is 12 months and the other two are 10 months. And then they have some days that they have to do during the summer. It's, it's, it's not a lot. I think it's like eight or 10. Um, but they're both really good. Like they'll come in for different things that they know that are important. If, if they mm -hmm. use their day or if they don't use their day. Um, we do have an admin uh, retreat coming up, not this coming week, but I think it's the week after. Um, so, um, and then we do like an, an extended day, Monday through Thursday, through all the offices. So it's like oh, seven yeah. thirty to four, and then we have off on Fridays. Too. Yeah, yeah. Which is tough when you have to use vacation days, which we have to use. Oh. And um, so it's like, wait, you're always giving me Friday off. Like I'm, you know, um, like when am I going to use stuff? So like a lot of people like bookend things. Like they'll take Thursday off, and then they'll get a long weekend, or they'll take Monday off in so the summer. I actually wish we had a, a system when I was in a larger district, we had a system that we had to put in what our vacation days were. Mm -hmm. Since we don't do that, I just keep track on paper of how many days I work yeah. and then, then I get to the end and I'm like, crap, I lost five days or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And that's my own fault. But, um, so I used to in the summer, just work Monday through Thursdays and have Fridays off. Mm -hmm. Um, but I find Fridays are the best day to get work done because there's nobody there. There's nobody like, there's there. That's true. Not a soul in the building. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it's it is uh, a double edged sword with that, um, especially when different events are going on. Like we have, I probably have six hundred kids in my building uh, I, over the summer. We had like four hundred and thirty for summer school. Yeah, and summer school's done. But now this next week, there's innovation camp. Yeah. There's different sports camps going on at, you know, any, any, any week there's something. Yeah. I mean, there are like, when I was at, at, at the elementary level, like I was in a building that wasn't used at all. Like there was nothing going on. Yeah. Like, it was no, like our literally always yeah, our something. buildings. Yeah. Our building is there's one of the always the something, but I've used that to my advantage. So like last week when the high school student council met and they're actually planning to lead ninth grade orientation, wow. um, I got to meet with them and share some things. Um, I used them as my captive audience to share some of the changes in the student handbook that I think mm -hmm. students are not going to be happy about. Um, and so I wanted, you know, some, some good kids to know about it first so they can help be my messengers. Mm -hmm. um, and so that went over well, because actually each thing I shared with them that I'm like, oh God, I'm the bad guy coming in. They're like, that's how it should be. Like nice. school. I'm like, oh, thank you. Yes. I, yeah. And then out of that, um, I'm going to make a carpool karaoke video for <laughs> students. Like the, 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 my audience is students. No way. Because you know what? So, um, Purple Most, karaoke is so fun. I know. I'm so excited. Um, like nobody knows I'm the new middle school, high school principal. So oh, like really? it hasn't been in the newspaper. It hasn't been in, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. So um, I want something out there so that they know. And so I'm going to have some high school students join me in that video and then some middle school students as well. And I'm going to give them each something. So that, are, like, they, are you going to actually like be in a car? Well, how else would you do carpool karaoke <laughs> bike? Well, you know what? Dumb <laughs> questions they always say, like, there's no dumb questions, right? Um, but yeah, so you're going to be in a well, car. You're going to be in the parking lot of the school, <laughs> yeah. but okay. like, yeah. there's nowhere to drive in Juno. <laughs> 
Just kidding. No, so I'm going to give them each like you can talk about this or you can ask me questions. I think about that's this. a great idea. I might and, steal yeah. that idea because I I could see doing one like with teachers, and then I could also see yeah. doing one with some students. Yeah. So like, and I want in the video to you know, like I want high school kids to know you don't get to have your phone on you all the time anymore. Yeah. Like, uh, let's let's know about that now and. You know, high school lunch, you don't get to roam the halls and go wherever you want during lunch. Right. We're getting in the lunchroom. I'll tell you what, I have come so far. I, I, w I would love to do like a great debate on the cell phone, bring your own device nonsense. Because I'll tell you what, I have come so far the other way on that. And of, I'd love to debate somebody who's... Of not wanting them to have it on the phone. No, they, no, they, they're, they're, children and they need to have some time off of those devices okay especially when you're especially when you're one like right now like we're one-to-one -one, like with chromebooks and stuff like that with a highly um monitored you know you know internet and all that kind of stuff with safety features built in i i completely trust our it department and all of that 100 percent implicitly right and if somebody gets around that then you then they can figure out that somebody got around it right so i feel very safe like that we always talk about safety right but i'll tell you what cell phones and all the drama and and things like that that come along with it i'm not a big fan of it not at all well, even like I've been learning more and more about Snapchat because I know I need to learn about it. Yeah. But like monitoring my own child's Snapchat. Yes. And then seeing what other kids post. I'm like, obviously other parents are not looking at stuff either because Correct. this is not okay. Um, one website that I will suggest, um, it's specifically for elementary and middle, um, it's called Away for the Day. And it's based off this uh, documentary they did called Screenagers. And oh. the research is actually saying that they that kids shouldn't have these devices until they're 14. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like they really are too young and immature. And we're giving them this open, you know, access to anything else. And listen, I know, and there's so many people out there beating the drum of digital citizenship and all that kind of stuff. And I get that. And we do that as well. But, um, you know, we, we have so many different issues that I just feel like could be avoided if, if we were all on the same page. So I've, I've really, Every well, year, and there's some other really good books with data in there too, like um, Bored and Brilliant by Manoush Sembrodi. Uh -huh. And that's not specific to students, but also, I mean, good for adults. And like, there's a challenge for, for as adults to like, mm -hmm. you know, minimize our screen time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then, um, Michelle Borba has, I can't remember the name of her book, I can search for it, but just um, has some research in there about, you know, how, how kids are changing these days because of that. And even, you know, how kids feel about their own parents on their phones and not yeah. being, um, engaged in the conversation. So yeah, like, um, we, we've gone too far, you know, it even, it, it even like, think of how your reading has been affected. Like, mm -hmm. I, yes, you and I love Twitter so much, but because of that, like, our like reading stamina, at least for me, my reading yeah. stamina has gone down because I just want to like quickly scroll and look for what's interesting. Although I do read a ton, but yeah, well, you know, I've, I can feel it that it affects it. I think the change started for me personally when I started doing more of the balance and mindfulness things where yes. I'm like, you know, I don't have to be tweeting every 25 seconds. And I don't have to read every single thing that's out there. And, you know, um, how do I utilize my, you know, Facebook and, you know, Instagram and stuff like that. And um, so, and then in, in that also seeing like, you know, what, what type of distractions and things like that, that are going on in the classroom and, yeah. excuse me, just like, you know, just like kind of reflecting on it. But um, I think that, um, like I said, I, I can, I definitely admit that like, I've, I've really changed the way that that I, that I view this. And even if we're doing anything like with balance, like we know that the amount of time that kids are spending, you know, on their screens, um, like outside of school. So if anything, then we're, we're trying to provide some sort of respite or some sort of balance there where, um, you know, and it, it's tough because I had a parent meeting and I talked with them about, cause like our policy now is just, it needs to be off and away. Right. Oh. 
and away. Okay. Off and away. And so no use in the hallways, no, you know, and honestly, kids comply with it, you know, mm-hmm. and when they don't, it's quite obvious. Um, what well, I wanna... and, and all staff have to follow that because if you have one or two who are okay with it and they mm-hmm. let it go, then it just Ugh, creates don't get me a started mess on that. in the building. I know because they want to be like friends. Well, and, yeah, cool. and it's okay. Yeah. Why are you such a jerk? And yeah, yeah, that we um, all have to do it. We all have to do it. And so now this year, though, I don't even because like the kids could have it in their back pocket or whatever. This year, we're going to be tightening up more where it's like. You can't, it cannot be seen. You know what? Now that we're having this conversation, this makes me realize that when I have my staff meeting, I need to pull up that research from those resources. Yes. Of like, here is why. Because there are people who are not following through on it, and that's right. why it's a problem school wide. So I need to I need to give them the why. This is a good conversation. You're yeah, this is good. Answer. Yeah, and I think it bears some some you know further discussion on it because, like I said, I, I know that there's a lot of people out there that are championing this and championing that, and and I get it. But like I look at, at our school climate and culture and the and the way that that things have been going at least over the last three years and. Um, you know, just, just kind of like reestablishing norms, you know, non-negotiables, things like that. Um, I think it's just so, so important, you know? Um, yeah. So we are at 45. Yeah, I know. Like, we got to. How gotta, about, can we end with like, what, what, what are you reading or what's, what's, what's on your summer professional reading list? Um, so real quick, I am reading, um, this thing called Crucial Conversations. Oh, um, you know, it's tools for talking when stakes are high. And so I'm really, really enjoying that. How about you? Um, so I use summer to read a lot. So I will include like a list of my books from the mm-hmm. summer. And if you want to do that too, you can spike. Okay. Um, I would say one that I read that, well, one that I read that I'm really going to do something to implement from mm-hmm. is the five languages of appreciation in the workplace, Okay, which is the authors of um, the five love languages. Um, so that one was really interesting and I'm going to change some things. Um, I'm also my instructional coach and I are together reading, creating a culture of reflective practice, capacity building for school-wide success. Um, oh, I like that. And, and it, it's about, um, where are your teachers on the reflective um, continuum? And so at one of our building levels, we're actually going to have teachers take the survey and identify for themselves where are they at on the reflective continuum. So one of our PD specialists, um, that's like that's like one of her areas where she does a lot of training. So when we put that in the show notes, like I definitely want to share that with her because okay. um, and that because that's part of the evaluation process too. I think we forget that a lot about how yeah. do you reflect on your, you know, on your practice. Yeah. Um, so what are some things that just real quick, like what are some things that you picked up from that? Um, well, just you know, there's there's four. Um, is it four stages on the continuum of like. Um, unaware. Oh my gosh, I can't remember. I can't find it right now. But then so you identify where they at and when you have conversations or that first one, like, so where did you identify yourself as? And then there are so many resources of like, what kinds of questions do you ask that teacher based on the stage that they're in? And then so, you know, your goal then is to try to move them to the next part of the continuum. Oh, wow. Um, and it, it's been, it's a really deep book that has taken me quite a bit of time. Mm-hmm. And I actually, my goal is to finish it because I want to read Relentless by Hamish Brewer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've seen people a lot are of tweeting um, the crap out of that book. Yeah, and it I've looks seen a lot of chatter my, on that. Yeah. Have you ever heard him speak or? Yes. Yeah. I did. He so incredible. Such He's from incredible. New Zealand. He is from New Zealand. And um his I his TED talk is amazing. Um for anybody who doesn't know Hamish Brewer. Um, he's the relentless skateboarding principal. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Which I'll is put, so cool. Yeah. I'll link some, I'll, I'll link the, there's a news story about him and then I'll link his Ted talk, which that one is, is really good too. Yeah. He, um, he seems very interesting. I do follow him on Twitter and I, um, you know, I, I feel like he's like, I don't know. Like he's like, like if I just if I never stop skateboarding or if I never like you know just th- feel like like oh you have to give up these things you know in order to like quote unquote be an yeah. adult like that's like I'm like wow 
that's that's what you could be. You could just keep being yourself. Like so cool, you know. I know. So I used his video in my grad class that I teach. Um, mm -hmm. And they were like, oh my gosh, that's so awesome. And I said, um, so you have to know your context because if I yeah. was skateboarding around the building and I was giving kids skateboards, I would probably lose my job in yeah. that setting. Yeah. So you need to know where you're at and what you can pull up. <laughs> totally. Um, okay, Not cool. So, neck, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I've ridden a bike around, but um, that somebody yeah. left and it was just like abandoned. So I just, after school one day i just like drove that around and then when we were prepping for our um epic lip sync battle uh this year one of the acts we had a uh, golf cart so we drove that around the school after um after the kids left oh that was so fun so but then yeah then you say like well wait why couldn't we have this all the time what's wrong you know but yeah that's that's a whole like it has to be authentic has to be part of your climate and culture so yeah well All spike right. if nobody listens to our podcast i got a lot out of this episode yeah so, so did i this was a good conversation awesome all right so uh we want to thank everybody for um tuning in make sure to follow us on at principal pln hashtag principal pln share your thoughts uh we do have a facebook page as well and um we do yeah we do we do we do um so thanks again for uh for all your support and you could always reach us at um at our twitters at principal j for uh jess uh, at dr spike cook for myself and at principal stagger for Teresa, who couldn't be here uh this week but she'll be checking in soon i'm sure all right all right Principal PLN out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer Group. Links can be found at principalpln.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet tier one standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash B to learn how IXL's research proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com slash B-E.